Welcome to the Feminine Principle Podcast, supporting women to let go of the ghosts from their past by exploring the hidden side of their female psyche with shamanic shadow work for women with your host, Nicola Lucy. Hello ladies and welcome to this next episode of the Feminine Principle Podcast, where today we are exploring the healing of the heart with grief. And so back in September, I was going through a transition. I was actually moving from one place to another. Now, this is something which is not quite unusual in my life. However, I could really feel that it was significant because I was actually closing a seven-year cycle, but I didn't really know what that meant. However, as I started to pack away my things, I really started to have this feeling of deep sadness. And this deep sadness was really heavy and dark and it just flooded through the whole of my body. And this sadness kind of stuck around for about seven days. And no matter what I tried to do, I couldn't let it go. And so I leaned into it. I didn't try to fight it or change it. I didn't try to take flight from it. I just instead allowed it to be and allowed it to show me something deeper within me that now obviously needed my attention. And so I leaned into the sadness day in, day out. And then on the 8th of September, a global event happened, which sent the world into mourning. And it was the passing of Queen Elizabeth II. Now this national and international event obviously triggered something in me, but also triggered something in thousands and millions of people all around the world. It reminded us of loss. And loss is grief. We are grieving the loss of something. So what actually happened was that when the news was announced, it unlocked something deep inside of me. It unlocked that deep, dark, heavy feeling of sadness and it just brought out this outpouring of grief. Grief that I'd actually been trying to run away from for seven years. Grief that I'd actually locked down in a box deep within me so tight that I didn't even know that it was there. But that grief, was time. it was time for it to come out. It was time for me to feel that grief and to finally let it go. But it was heartbreaking. It was overwhelming. However, I knew deep down that I did need to allow it to flow, to allow that river of grief to flow so that I could experience who I was on the other side of it. You see, for seven years, I had been unconsciously running away from this grief while also seeking to heal it by, by trying to find my way back to it over and over again. I was grieving for the loss of my family home. I was grieving for the loss of my mother. I was grieving for a loss of a life that I had that there was no existence of anymore. I was, I was grieving for the loss of everything that has changed within me during this journey of the past seven years. But yet, having reclaimed so much more of myself along the way. And so grief is a very powerful emotion. It is a response to loss and also for love. You see, we cannot grieve if we have not loved what we have lost. And therein lies the predicament. 
love breaks the heart wide open and yet grief equally breaks the heart wide open. We can die from a broken heart because the pain which we feel at the loss of love or a loss of a way of life or a being who was part of our life becomes so heartbreaking. And so grief, when it happens, it sits heavy in the heart and it drives our behavior and our beliefs. It drives our decisions and our choices invisibly and unconsciously and also visibly and consciously. And so grief, when we lock it down in the heart, it has no space to go. It has no space to breathe. And yet it really does create so much of our beliefs and our way of being. But what grief really ultimately does, it forces us to face our life without someone or something. It forces us to face who we are without them or without that. And it forces us to face our own mortality and death, something that we are running away from continuously and consistently over and over again. We don't want to grow old. We don't want to experience death. We don't want to feel the pain of death. And so we keep running and running from it. But when something happens in our life that makes us face deep loss, we have no choice. Loss comes in many forms, in many shapes and sizes. And so loss could be something on the physical plane. When we lose a house or we lose a way of living or we let go of somebody through divorce or through death a separation of some sort. And then we can also experience loss and grief for the patterns that we've created, patterns which on some level have kept us safe and functioning, but patterns which have also created a limitation in our psyche. And so when we do deep shadow work, it's only natural that we do have to grieve the passing of these parts of ourselves the letting go of those aspects of ourself that have on some level kept us safe and secure and stable, even if it's kept us away from our power and our potential. And so we're consistently experiencing a sense of grieving, a sense of loss. However, when we give ourselves permission to feel the loss and to lean into it, we can experience who we are on the other side. You see, the problem we have with grief is that we avoid feeling it. It's too painful. Fundamentally, we are afraid of the pain in the heart. We're afraid of how it makes us feel. And so we have learned how to run from it, how to take flight from it over and over again. And then this becomes not only an unhealthy and toxic pattern, it also becomes chaotic. And we fly into patterns such as overworking and overcompensating. We start to rescue or fix others and care for others above ourselves because we think by doing this, we can avoid the pain. And therefore, if we do this, it might make us feel better. We turn to suppressors such as alcohol, drugs, shopping, work, anything to escape feeling the grief. And we haven't been taught to understand grief or how to navigate it. And we only have to look around in the world today to see how we are navigating grief and death and loss. 
in the past few years with COVID, we've experienced so much. So much has changed for us in such a short space of time. And we have experienced grief and death and loss of people that we know, of a way of living that we thought was going to be forever. And even now, entering into the autumn with a war which is pending and which is now changing our lives on an economical level, on a comfort level, is really helping us to see how fragile our life is. And yet, we don't want to face it. We don't want to face this grief and this loss on an individual or collective level because it's too painful to even consider. And so again, what do we do? We run from it. We take flight from it. We avoid it at all costs. When we look at the physiology of grief, we can see that obviously grief is an an emotion. And the emotions are related to water. And what happens when water doesn't flow? It either runs dry or it becomes stagnant. And when this happens within us, it creates limitations in our psyche, in our creativity, in our vitality, in our ability to healthily relate with ourselves and with others. We either freeze up and run dry and we become a shadow of our former self or we step into chaos, chasing after something we think we need to fill the hole. And so over and over again, we do this sacred dance with grief because we don't want to feel. So when we look at at grief as an emotion related to water and we feel that stagnant energy, we're needing that stagnant energy, that water to move. And so this is why when we lean into grief, we cry, pouring out of tears, the breaking open of the heart. Yes, there is pain fundamentally, but what it's breaking through to is our ability to love, to love and to be loved. And in Chinese medicine, the lungs are the seat of grief. And we only have to look at what's going on with COVID to see the impact of this as COVID affects the lungs. I mean, have we really truly processed and integrated what we've experienced in the past few years since since COVID locked us down? Or have we just tried to sweep it all under the carpet so we could find the new normal? So these moments of grieving, whether that's individual or collective grief, we need to process it. We need to be present with it. We need to integrate what we've learned from it. Because if not, the river runs dry or the water becomes stagnant. And as we know, stagnant water then creates bacteria and bacteria then creates illness. And this is exactly what happens in the human body. And so what is the solution? How are we going to change our relationship to grief? Well, changing our relationship to grief starts with the process of looking at and exploring our acceptance and our relationship with death. Do we have a healthy relationship with death? Do we try to run from it or suppress it? And why are we running away from death when death is a fundamental part of life? And so when we start to really tap into death, we can then start tapping into grief. And this is one of the things that I see over and over again with my clients no matter how tough they think that they are, no matter how much anger they have in their, in their bodies, raging 
at other people, at that life. One thing is certain, beneath all of that rage and that anger and that strength is a very vulnerable heart, a vulnerable heart that is filled full of grief. And when we get to that heart and that heart is gently opened with a gentle tap tap and that water comes flooding out, it's a moment of transformation. Because in that moment, not only are we learning how to lean into the grief, but we're learning how to love again. Because over the years, as we have tried to suppress and hide and run away from our grief, we've created a wall around our heart. And that wall prevents us from feeling love. But when we do tap away at it, the heart opens, it expands. And the river and the waters can flow once again and flow freely, full of vitality, full of energy, and what's more, full of life. Because it's only by leaning into death and grief that can we can really understand what life is and what life means beyond. And this is probably one of the greatest gifts we can give to ourselves. And so there are three Ps that I like to work with when working with grief. And these are very simple. The first one is be present. Be present with what you are grieving. Be present with the loss that you are experiencing. Be present with the emotions that are surfacing as a result of this. Because death and loss is a major transition. And here you are being given the opportunity to walk through this transition consciously, with awareness, and with a deeper sense of self as a moment of transformation. And so being present on the journey can really open your eyes to so much more. And the second one is be patient. Grief has its own time length. It has its own timeline. We can grieve for a matter of minutes, an outpouring of tears and sadness, or grief could last a lifetime. And we learn how to integrate the grief and we learn how to work with the grief and how to have a life with the deep sense of grief that we hold. And so being patient with the self as we go through whatever grieving process that is and whatever it looks like to us, there is no time limit, there is no timeline. And so again, patience is everything. Being patient with that grieving heart being patient with that grieving part of ourselves really does open ourselves up to more compassion and love. And the third one is to give permission. To give permission for the grief to have a place in our lives. To give permission for that grief to flow however it needs to flow. And to give permission for ourselves to feel it. To learn from it to embrace it and the more in which we give ourselves permission to experience the power of grief the more we will learn how to live and love on the other side and so ladies let me ask you what is your relationship with grief what is your relationship with death what is your relationship with loss And what are the unconscious patterns that you fall into to avoid feeling the pain of grief or death or loss? Are you ready to break free from the ghosts of your past? 
to live with more freedom and a clear sense of purpose and inner confidence? If so, book a chat with me to explore the potent magic of one-to-one shadow walking sessions at thefeminineprinciple.com.